Welcome to a new episode of the India Independent Films podcast. Uh, this is uh, Rahul Desai. Uh, I'm a film critic for Film Companion, and I have with my with me my friend and uh, uh, colleague and the Wire critic Tanul Thakur. Uh, we are back after a while. We last discussed uh, uh, Milestone and I think Disciple before that, but uh, we are happy to be back to discuss a very worthwhile film. One of the uh, uh, one of the favorites at the Oscars last month. Um, I mean. whatever little of the oscars that was left uh, it's the international uh, film uh, oscar winner uh, thomas winterberg's another round called druk in uh, danish uh, before we go on to our discussion uh, let me just um, give you a few lines about the film and then we can talk about it a uh, lot of us obviously being indians and being being the way we are and being the, these hardcore cinephiles managed to watch this film uh, uh, i guess some of us watched it last year by downloading it and it's been with us for a while and and it's now uh, now every pretty much everyone i've talked to have watched it and it stars mads mikkelsen he is a regular collaborator with the director thomas winterberg uh, their previous film the hunt if you haven't watched it please watch it it's one of the best films they've done uh, so the film is about a um, um, a teacher in copen Megan who's going through a midlife funk of sorts his name is Martin uh, he has a, a couple of teacher friends of his uh, they're teaching at a school and they decide uh, one on on uh, one of the birthday celebrations uh, birthday dinners they decide to go do a social experiments of sorts uh, they decide to on base based on a theory they decide to have their blood alcohol content uh, which is obviously the BAC above of 0.05 which makes you more creative and relaxed and martin is of course an introvert his his marriage is stale uh, his family thinks he's boring his students thinks he's boring so he decides to do this social experiment of sort which uh, which uh, you know on the face of it may sound like it condones a lot of drinking which we are big fan of but obviously the film gets far more interesting uh, um, they they succeed at first and the problems begin when you know uh, society starts to judge them a bit and uh, they, they start to notice that there are some problems uh, with the four men who who are you know going through this experiment some of them back out some of them decide to carry on it's all about martin's story we before uh, we will discuss uh, a little bit more of it in detail soon but i think this is a very uh, appropriate film for at least tanul and me to talk about because i think <laughs> most Uh, most of our uh, uh, I, I lives in Delhi now, but uh, you know when he was in Bombay, I think most I, I don't think we met a single time when we were sober. Uh, there was always uh, a lot of beer and uh, other alcohol around us when we met. So we had the most uh, uh, you know engaging conversations. I'd say we had a Friday routine of sorts. Also, we used to meet at a pub and talk about the week and writing and films. And you know this film uh, felt a little close to home. in various more ways than one tanul why uh, do you take it from here <laughs> yeah i mean it just felt very comforting <laughs> if at all uh, that's uh, that's a word that can be used to describe this film and uh, it must be said right now that at least i am disappointingly sober while doing this podcast i think rahul is as well uh, so this feels a bit out of uh, my and perhaps our comfort zone especially with respect to talking about this film uh, but yeah i mean um, uh, yeah so <clears throat> so i mean just uh, uh, just taking on from where uh, where rahul left so i mean uh, it's uh, 
essentially it's a it's a film about uh, i mean it's, it's it's a film centered on at least at the level of uh, at the level of story it's centered on these four friends who happen to be uh, these uh, school teachers in a in a copenhagen school but uh, uh, as as we find out quite early in the film that uh, that martin um, is going through a severe uh, midlife crisis and and there are problems in uh, in the lives of the other three friends as well and what happens when when it takes to alcohol i think uh, <coughs> it's uh, i mean what's really interesting about uh, this film or something that really uh, grabbed my interest was that i mean alcohol uh, i mean and, uh, is not just restricted uh, to obviously danish culture where i mean this film uh, comes from but also i mean uh, it doesn't you don't need me to tell you that i mean it's it's it's, it's a big part of any sort of like uh, urban uh, living or or even otherwise in fact and uh, and uh, and it's also uh, what uh, coming back to the point of what really uh, uh, grabbed my interest was that how alcoholism or or, or this tendency to drink a lot and and all of that or alcohol being some sort of a social lubricant sort of i mean is is more often than not uh discussed in uh terms which are you know i mean not serious right uh, it's it's not something that uh, that can sort of result in uh, necessarily uh something say uh, profound with respect to i mean uh, 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 the ambit of a feature film uh Uh, more often than not uh, but but this film i mean even though it's it's drowning <laughs> in alcohol and 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 everything else i mean it it's it's driven by that it's uh, i thought i mean obviously and and it's one of the reasons why the film really did strike such a huge chord with the audience across uh, countries is that i mean at uh, at, at its very core it's trying to tell i mean several stories that are that are, that i thought were very poignant and i thought they were very i mean uh, important stories to be told so i mean if you if uh, so i think around uh, quite early in the film uh, as they are celebrating uh, the birthday of uh, of a friend of theirs a friend and a colleague uh, we really get into i mean we really i mean dive deep into this film and sort of like uh, start to find out what is it that is uh, making and breaking these people and, and and through that there is i mean uh, there's lots that going on i mean uh, in the way i saw it uh, one of the things that is so central to the film is this very notion of male friendship so to speak and 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 the sense of support system that uh, that a certain kind of modern living uh, makes us uh, like these terrible desperate isolates uh month after month year after year martin is going through uh, a, a a terrible crisis his his wife we find out spoiler alert but it's not a big deal we find out that his wife is cheating on him for quite some time something that's quite apparent really early in the film his uh, his children don't really care about him so do his uh, his students i mean martin is somebody he's a man who could who's not even there uh, for the most part and and then he gets a burst of life and 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 then what happens to him and his friends and he gets a burst of life through something that's that's usually considered say transgressive in in most societies say drinking in the afternoon uh, drinking and then showing up to work and things like that 
and uh, but but i mean it's 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 not a flippant or a frivolous film for uh, for the most part i mean it uh, there are moments of uh, uh, i mean some really nice com- uh, comedic uh, uh, set pieces and all of that but other than that it really i love the fact that how the film slowly opens up and and it it really makes us uh, uh, like meet these characters really up close and personal in a sense and uh, so i mean those were my initial impressions raul why don't you continue and then we can sort of like i can join in later and yeah sort of just... so the, as you rightly mentioned obviously you know the film itself was like one of the characters it was like martin in a way right like it it started a little yeah. uptight uh, a little dark you know you're introduced to copenhagen as we know in these countries the sun doesn't really shine a lot so obviously uh, it, it's the drinking culture is very heavy there as we know that those three countries are responsible are the maximum binge drinkers in the world belong there alcohol is a very integral part of the culture and which is as a result of which it's also sort of you know as you said it's it's a transgressive in a way uh, most of the time and the, the, there's a there's a certain bit of uh, you don't drink the whole day but you go crazy the whole night so i love the fact that the film itself sort of mirrored martin's character in a way because by the end obviously which we'll come to obviously this is one of my favorite endings of last year and and uh, you know by the end you're seeing a character dancing and jumping into the ocean which is which is more or less something to do with you know we we see these coming of head stories we see these slice of life arcs that almost <coughs> explored because of internal reasons because of external conflicts but it's the first time i've really seen alcohol used as a plot device you know like it, it's more more often than not it's just sort of as you said a social lubricant it is it is something uh, uh, to maybe uh, like and not not just a plot device it's the theme of the film because obviously the, if we are talking about plot devices alcohol is uh, you know responsible for so many murders and darker moments in films and and you know and people turning bad and people it, it's sort of it, it's sort of taboo and the gaze that's used to frame alcohol in cinema in general uh, in storytelling in general it reflects the way society also looks at it but you know the, we are hypocritical in a way because we obviously in Joya pints, whether it be in the middle of the day or the night. So I, I really like the fact that it, they chose four. They chose four teachers out of you know the profession. Also, uh, they chose um, teaching as a profession where you are actually are responsible for the next generation of sort of thinkers and kids. And the kids themselves come to class most of the time hungover, and you know drinking is they have just woken up to the the beauty of sort of uh, parties mm. and drinking and 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 binge drinking. So. i really I, I, and as you said even even the first scene where they decide to embark on the social experiment this 0.05 very specific sort of thing we will be just the right amount of buzzed and if we don't drink any more uh, i think our life is sorted and the you can almost feel their buzz because that the conversation is structured also very beautifully in that scene right when four of them meet for the birthday uh, dinner yeah. and 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 martin is obviously the most uptight of them i know a lot of thing a lot of it gets lost in translation because of the subtitles and all but you could actually feel the bonding the scene uh, uh, you you could feel them play off each other you could feel martin's grief of being the person he is and you know uh, there's so much pent up in him and being a man he's been taught not to really show uh, express himself or show his emotions we learn that he was once a, an aspiring ballet dancer before becoming a teacher and sort of yeah. settling in life it, it became like a, a, a 
almost like a 9 to 5 tragedy of sorts and i really like that so much information so much exposition was conveyed in that initial scene because then you don't really have to have a very visual or premise driven film then it then it becomes about the characters it becomes about the four people and their excitement their childlike excitement at trying something new because it's better than having say an extramarital affair Uh, or uh, which most films really show ca- that's how characters break out most of the time of their stale marriages or their stale sort of midlife crisis <clears throat> or it's better than uh, sort of uh, you know buying a bike and going on a cross country sort of leaving your family behind and going on a cross country and all these are very romantic and very uh, obviously very creatively fertile ways to obviously look at the midlife crisis to look at the way uh, uh, you know people try to break out at a certain point in their lives and I feel like this film subverted that entire notion. You know, for a long time, while watching the film, I had no idea what it was about, what it was trying to say. Whether you know, alcohol is this or whether alcohol is that, but that wasn't the point. It wasn't about good or bad. Eventually, of course, that's what you realize when you think enough about the film. That it really, it really wasn't about what they use or how they, uh, how they come about uh, being the way they were. I, I like the fact that the film dares to be darkly comical for a while before it becomes dark. you know uh, uh, yeah. for a bit and before almost goes into that almost stereotypical zone of you know one one of the characters getting carried away with alcoholism and becoming a proper using alcohol as a crutch to get away and which most of us do most of the time and we are all worried that most of us are functional alcoholics right and it's just yeah. <laughs> a very thin line between it's a, and being writers of course and it's a very thin line between you know like being functional and being non functional because for, for all you know you might just sleep one evening and wake up two days later and you're suddenly a non functional alcoholic so it's one of those and i i felt like the film really conveyed a lot of that without really spelling it out and uh yeah i mean i i i saw i just thought it was it was a very unexpected film personally to watch yeah. for me it was it was because you know you see alcohol films about alcoholism you see stories about them you see certain ways they are told and and it got me thinking in a very weird way i started thinking about how hindi cinema uses um you know very very invisibly uses the device of alcohol without actually using it because in the sense that for example let's take a film like rabne bana di jodi where he decides to go from you know from this mustached very middle class sober character to that crazy amritsar very flashy kind of punjabi munda kind of guy uh, you know they obviously don't spell it out he just goes from year to year but for you know in a in a slightly more outgoing culture like said the danish culture the nordic culture you 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 see that alcohol is responsible for that you will see maybe that surinder sani starts drinking and decides to use alcohol as as this coming out uh, uh, so of so because you know introverts are crippled most of the time and i think most of us drink to be a little more socially acceptable and and hindi films obviously don't spell it out because you know the way alcohol is looked at in this country in general uh, and, yeah. and i feel like and so many of these movies like rabne like they, they have these devices in it you know it's read between the lines it's he's probably getting he's probably drinking to you know gather the courage to be another person to change his personality to be outgoing because it takes a lot of guts to do that and i i keep thinking about the way i think a lot of film cultures do that without really uh, showing it you know to us on screen yeah i mean to <clears throat> two excellent points that sort of like uh, i mean one point that i wanted to make myself but uh, about that scene and the second uh, 
uh, is something I did not have it in mind about uh, representation of alcoholism. Uh, sorry, representation of drinking or alcohol uh, in in mm. mainstream cinema. Uh, that uh, triggers another. Uh, that triggered another chain of thoughts. Uh, I'll, I'll 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 come to both of them. But first, I'll talk about that scene. Okay, I'm I'm really glad that you mentioned this because I I would have brought this up myself. Uh, I had that at the back of my mind sometime later in the podcast. But why not now? I mean, <clears throat> I love that scene. I think it's one of the most. I think it's one of my personal favorites. Uh, in uh, in in last year, when it when it comes to like a great moment in a film, it's absolutely beautiful. I mean, there's so many things. I'm sorry, I'm gonna go on and on uh, yeah. for a bit. I'll try to make it short, but yeah. So I mean, just first, just the way the scene is introduced, right? I mean, we. I mean, at least I did not get the sense that you know. So I think this comes around say twelfth minute or fifteenth minute mark, like really uh, very early in the film. You can even call it like quote unquote the inciting incident of the story. Actually, it is. Uh, so we don't really know much about these four people. We don't uh, know what kind of. I think we know that uh, they are colleagues and all of that, and perhaps they also know each other a fair bit, perhaps, but not a lot. Like I mean, the film doesn't give us a. Uh, uh, um, Uh, a considerable or a considered peek into their uh, dynamics. Mm. So, so uh, at the start of the, uh, the at the start of the scene, if I remember correctly, I think I had the feeling that you know uh, that Martin is very distinct from these people, uh, which mm. he uh, which he was uh, obviously, but I thought also distinct, not just in terms of like him being an introvert or 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 just uh, in terms of say mannerisms or behavior or things like that or or personality, but I also thought that you know. That he's at a level where uh, that I I thought that there was a lopsided power equation between Martin and these three people. I I got the sense that these two three people are are doing well in their lives. They are more uh, well adjust, uh, adjusted and like uh, and all of that. Uh, and I got the sense that you know uh, that Martin is being isolated from the conversation. Or he's being like very slightly sort of being picked on uh, by by these people, or being being slightly made fun of, and all of that. And I really didn't want that to happen because I mean, a we have just seen it so many times in films, and b I don't know, maybe it's my age and all of that. I perhaps just wanted to see a more gentle film. Uh, so uh, so I loved how the dynamics of that conversation really played out because uh, because of course none of that was the case. Uh, I mean, uh, we figure out quite uh, soon in the scene that these three people are not just empathetic towards Martin, but I think Tommy, uh, this this uh, another character. I think he says that you know he talks about Martin's uh, uh, talent and all of that just in general, and looks like that that this is a bunch that is uh, kind of. I mean, you know, uh, rooting for Martin in a sense and all of that. So I thought that okay, this is this is good, smart writing. It kind of like it uh, for me that it kind of set up some expectations with respect to what we have come to uh, see a certain kind of uh, male bonding in films as, and it kind of doesn't take that path. So I I I like that, but. Uh, but that was just i mean 10% of my fondness of the scene i love how it sort of built up like you know intrigue and momentum with and this almost a romantic story between martin and alcohol in those a mm. uh, few minutes it was uh, so i mean um, if you remember there is this very clear demarcation among other things that these three people are drinking and martin is not drinking and you can yeah. see that you know i mean there is you can almost feel that you know this, this these reaction shots of martin they are just yeah. so 
and at one point i felt thirsty i'm not kidding i mean okay. maybe because i am a borderline fucking alcoholic but you know there is one point where he sort of like purses his lips and i was like oh man martin can you just like uh, be aside for a bit i will i will do the work for you you know so i i i just thought that that built up that i was talking about that was beautiful that was very well done and it's it's not an easy thing i mean if you write that shit on paper i mean of course there are different ways to sort of uh, uh, make it uh, uh, make it fly on page perhaps but to do it visually without a word uh, being exchanged right because say in a piece of prose or whatever right a short story novel whatever you can have like you can go inside the head of a person and and he can be like all right you can have like some 500 words on how he's craving this how it's been such a long time that you know <laughs> <coughs> this hasn't happened and all of that you can do all of that and and with some really good crisp writing we can be inside uh, the head of a character but a film does not give you any of that a uh, liberty right and and everything has to be conveyed uh, visually and all of that and, and you can't use a tacky voice over and shit like that for this so i mean uh, so counterintuitive so and then uh, when martin takes the first sip i i just like the next 10 seconds are beautiful i think i think what happens is uh the conversations around him uh suddenly mute like he can no longer hear his friends uh, what yeah. what he can hear he can hear like you know not a band but like you know you know a, a few people performing uh in the restaurant that he that he is in and it's, i thought it was just and then he sees those people and uh, and they are of course at the, at the far end of the restaurant and they are in deep focus or or in sharp focus while his friends who who are literally beside him and on the same table are blurred out i thought that was a beautiful bit of you know a uh, back and forth between uh that sort of puts us in martin's head and then he takes a sip and then there is abrupt cut and you don't know how like uh, how much time has passed and yeah. uh, and whether i mean uh, when the uh, when the cut happens is it really the second shot or is it the fifth shot we have no idea and the, and i love the subtle way in which winterberg plays with time not just in that scene which is absolutely remarkable but just in general throughout the throughout the film with the, with, with this sense of really uh, expert discontinuous uh, editing and and this beautiful camera work yeah like you know i mean the camera sways in these people so a lot of it is handled but i think it's a very deliberate uh, controlled handheld which which sort of sways which sort of like you know sometimes is is proper it's not those chaotic uh, ragey handheld that 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 we are uh, accustomed to so i i i just i just loved the fact that you know it was <clears throat> i thought it was a very difficult film to make it perhaps would have been an easier story to write if at all i mean but uh, to you, you know to really encapsulate all of that uh, it is It, it it was just remarkable and i loved that uh, that how that scene sort of you know sets the tone and 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 from there you sort of really launch uh into the story which which was just really really well done and the second thing uh which i said was uh which arabne uh comment uh, made me remember was was you know the, this representation of alcohol in films and all of that and of course i mean uh, we can obviously give examples like there is daddy by mahesh bhat <laughs> there are obviously devdas and all of that and, and obviously like if we ramesh are heads perhaps more things will come to, uh, will will come to our minds and all of that this is one example uh, that i want to uh, uh, talk about and it it had all to do with uh, 
when he said rabne banadi jodi because the film that came 2 years before rabne uh, which is uh, khosla ka ghosla so there is this one scene i hope i remember it correctly I, but i do think i will get the gist right if not the if not the exact uh, uh, um, uh, this thing breakdown of it so i think uh, this guy anupam kher's character oh fuck when anupam kher was not a terrible <laughs> anyway i'll brush my teeth after the podcast anyway so when anupam kher goes so uh, he's, he's himself going through uh, some sort of a crisis right and <clears throat> in the in the family and all of that i think at the start of the film and uh, and he goes to the market to buy uh, to buy whiskey or something some alcohol and uh, i think there is uh, i think uh, the the person uh, the shopkeeper i think gives him some some shade or the, the some people at the shop give him some shade or, or this person uh, or his best friend with whom he talks or whatever so he tells the uh, shopkeeper to give uh, the bottle of uh, bottles of whiskey or whatever in a black uh, poly bag which is obviously such a <laughs> such an in, abiding indianism for buying alcohol that the moment you see somebody fucking uh, walking the market with a black bag you know he's either carrying meat or he's carrying alcohol whatever so but that's not the beauty of the scene the beauty of the scene is when he's walking i think he's uh, on the road and he's by himself whenever the bottles clang they make they make the noise right and and they give the impression that this very uh, nice middle aged person is carrying alcohol and this this look of mortification on anupam kher's face is just beautiful writing it's just a beautiful acting uh, well feels terrible to say that but anyway uh, he's a good actor and just whatever so uh, he, i i just thought that that was a great moment and 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 i'm sure like you know i just there's so much right there is so much of cultural baggage there is so much of societal conditioning there is so much of shame embarrassment and all of that in just <coughs> two things that clanging noise uh, sound and uh, anupam kher's really mortified face so i mean uh, yeah i mean it's, it's, it's just to uh, give uh, just a further your point and 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 uh, yeah. the point surrounding another round is that you know alcohol has such uh, big encoded meanings whether we spell it or not and uh, and another round and the best part uh, like uh, a great part about another round among other things is also that it's if you look at it and you also briefly mentioned it such a in a weird way it's a coming of age story of a middle aged man right i mean it's a coming of age story of somebody whose story is already almost over i mean his his yeah. kids are like i'm pretty sure 15 plus and all of that almost adults one is perhaps an adult and all of that uh, but his wife has sort of like that boat has already sailed uh, is martin's uh, life uh, but the way in which another round sort of like repackages it and rethinks about what it means to have uh, you know uh, Uh, what it means to reclaim your life in a sense using something which is uh, uh, an object of social taboo almost uh, uh, i thought that was that juxtaposition i thought was was very interesting and uh, i i also just also want to ask you i'm pretty sure you know about it uh, uh, <clears throat> you know the back story of the film right that uh, his daughter yeah. ida to whom the film is dedicated what are your thoughts on that i mean i would i would let you uh, do the talking about what the back story is and then your thoughts on that and then perhaps i can chime in so yeah getting into that because i was anyways going to come to that and i'm glad you brought it up uh, yeah. so thomas bergs uh, you know his daughter ida i think his youngest kid um, 
he was obviously going slated to be part of the film in a small role uh, she was the one who actually gave him the inspiration to make the film saying it's a very funny script and she wanted it to be made and uh, it was more or less an ode to her in a, a few days into production ida tragically died in an accident and uh, obviously production was on hold uh, with, you know you had no idea if another round was going to be made or not and the fact that thomas winterberg and of course we've read about and i i do i telling all listeners do read about the pieces about the making of the film about the way the crew and the actors sort of you know uh, 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 you know came together to lift thomas winterberg in a way and the way they fed off each other after that uh, uh, sort of uh turning a tragedy into art which is what most of us you know really uh dream of doing and romanticize most of the time but it's much tougher much messier much you know it, it's a terrible thing it's much messier than it looks and and the fact that they actually did something like that because uh, the thing is obviously uh, you know losing a loved one and and being a director of a film you uh, your obviously your knee jerk reaction would be to immediately put your grief into the film and, and imagine how dark the film might have become anyway because the anyways the central device is supposed to be dark alcohol is you know looked looked on in a way that can make any any scene dark midway any atmosphere it can just sort of make it cloudy overnight so i i'm sure you know this this the sheer restraint and the resistance against a film that was telling him to sort of pour all his grief into it and pour all uh, you know everything that he's gone through and still manage to come out with such a uh, you know like almost a light headed film in a way about something that's really serious and and the way they actually celebrate alcohol instead of uh, without really uh, condone without really condoning it you know it it was it, it's such tightrope balance and the fact that a tragedy a personal tragedy before the film still uh, and despite that the film or actually you know because of that the film is the way it is uh, the way the actors would sort of or uh, take care of their filmmaker the director and the way they sort of feed up i i i found it immensely moving and you know immensely touching uh, the entire story surrounding <clears throat> the film and i i didn't know about it when i watched the film of course i read about it later towards oscar season when you know when you started reading mm. more about these films that were nominated that's when i came to know about the context and obviously it makes it the fact that i'd already watched it and was impressed by it anyway Uh, was great but in hindsight it obviously elevated my perception of, of what i saw because you can't see i mean as anal as we can be about it you cannot divorce the context or divorce especially if it's directly related because you know obviously i was going to be part of the film and and there was uh, she was going to be part of all the student sequences the school scenes where she was going to be part of that uh, yeah. of my classroom and you know that there is no divorcing that from the way the film is made and and i have a feeling that the film you know sort of really channeled a, a, a lot of it in the right way and turned out to be tragic comical in a very very touching way uh, you know it it could have gone either way it could have been like dreadfully funny and you know re- refusing to take alcohol seriously or it could have been crazily serious and refusing to sort of uh, dial down uh, Uh, the uh, entire gravitas of alcohol and i i thought they found a remarkable balance uh, between both and and i just you know that that's why i find this film such a unique film because uh, even if you look at the way it's written and if you look at the way of course i mentioned the teaching thing earlier but if you look at it uh, of course spoiler alert but i'm sure you guys have watched it by now but uh, martin is obviously his family gets 
concerned about him becoming an alcoholic or him uh, sort of using drinking as more than just a social lubricant but if you see the teacher's roles like martin is a history teacher uh two of his other friends one is a uh, one is a music teacher and one is i think a psychology teacher psychology the, teacher yeah yeah one one is a psychology and the fourth one is a physical uh, education teacher basically a pt teacher, teacher a coach uh and it's that person the fourth person uh, uh who who actually becomes the cautionary tale right in this film uh he is the one that the film gets its conflict from the tragedy from because he's the one <laughs> it's uh, the the social experiment that they embarked upon his ship kept keep sailing and he becomes a hardcore alcoholic and obviously you know towards the end of the film we discover that he he dies because of you know uh, he, he sort of sets uh, sail into the sea and dies and his drinking problem was never really it became a serious drinking problem and and you know any any sort of politically correct or any uh, uh, you know ethically conscious film might have immediately after that framed the climax as uh, an anti alcohol sort of comment because this is what will happen if you get carried away at this age because obviously as you very rightly mentioned that this is a middle age story a coming of age story so basically they are occupying a template that doesn't belong to them because we see coming out of age templates for younger people uh, love is the trigger or you know a uh, parental sort of uh, scuffle is the trigger death is the trigger but alcohol for middle age people being a trigger is unheard of so so you know if we are anyways dealing with coming to terms with that and and the fact that the end and the last scene uh, which we will talk about uh, uh, still sort of celebrates alcohol and still shows martin sort of just break free uh, despite the death of his friend to alcohol and the three men uh, sort of meet to celebrate the man uh, again and celebrating with the students uh, on the graduation party in the streets of copenhagen i thought that was daring and beautiful because it could have yeah been could have gone very wrong you know it could so many things about this film could have uh, gone wrong not not only you know off screen but on screen also like obviously the tragedy could have just shut down the film and made the film totally different you know thomas winterberg may have not directed the film that we eventually saw but i felt like it just one of those things it's 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 just happens fans and in the best way possible and you know uh, uh, and the fact that the film obviously did well in award season and all is a bonus it's nice and i really genuinely hope that a lot of you know the academy voters or any any award show for that matter did not only get swayed by the context by the tragedy because we saw what happened uh, because of you know zack snyder's uh, whatever the yeah. justice league that came out it went it went over the top because people were praising the film even though it you know obviously yeah. uh, by accounts that film is not great whether dead or alive so the fact that you know zack snyder also went through a tragedy <laughs> and his fans sort of Ouch. obviously went behind him uh, uh, you know uh, obviously rallied behind him and uh, painted him out to be the hero and you know my hats off to people like zack snyder artist like him and thomas winterberg but you know the cold hard fact is that thomas winterberg is an excellent filmmaker and zack snyder is not so yeah it's so difficult to be honest about that in the wake of a tragedy like that you you want to tip yeah. your hat to the uh, to the human being but then you end up tipping your hat to the filmmaker and the artist and that's such a thin line so i, I thought that thomas winterberg circumvented that and it obviously helps that he's he's such a master technician <coughs> yeah and i think uh, <clears throat> the whole thing about the climax and i mean you know uh, what route this film will take with respect to say, alcohol and all of that and uh, <clears throat> and i was thinking about it uh, 
this film uh, like this thing while watching the film because i mean that's that's obviously uh, something that strikes you because i mean since uh, i mean you don't need to be a critic to understand the inherent pulse of a story right i mean whether it's a, it's a, it's a story by a danish filmmaker or a marathi filmmaker or a korean filmmaker i mean you you understand i mean uh, uh, these senses of crest and trust being being embedded in any story in almost uh, all forms is 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 something that comes really naturally to us because we are i mean surrounded by and we are really acquainted with with uh, uh, with stories uh, which more often than not follow these rhythms so i mean at the start of the film we get that all right like these folks they have uh, you know uh, dived deep into uh, the sea of alcohol and all of that so so of course i mean there 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 will be like this this swell of uh, uh, a positive emotions or whatever where it works in their favor when 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 martin suddenly becomes more confident where the psychology teacher starts to sort of almost mentor and guide uh, this another student who's having a really rough time and all of that uh, they become more uh, martin becomes a more enjoyable company and things like that and then then you know that you know at some point they are going to hit bottom because well that's how uh, most stories are and and uh, this one's no different uh, but then i thought that then what you know because then <clears throat> since alcohol is such a integral part of this film and all of that and sure enough they stop drinking because i think uh, we discussed this but whatever i mean spoiler alert uh, tommy this uh, the, this physical education instructor he kills himself and 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 uh, we see that uh, even after uh, these people they had abstained from they stopped this experiment and all of that because of dangers of alcoholism uh, punctuated uh, by these really beautiful title cards wherein you can see words being typed on the screen and all of that as if it's some sort of a a physics dissertation uh, but but uh, but tommy doesn't and and so then do you and and th- th- then you think that okay now what now how he uh, now how winter winterberg will see the story as and uh, can such a story even have a high after this and pun unintended after this and and, and things like that so I, i i thought that was very i mean not a very credible i thought that was uh, it makes sense and i thought it was very <clears throat> very honest to the film and uh, uh, to the story uh, and the people that it was about and i think what's what's really important uh, uh, in this case or in the case of any other film where you're trying to ascertain whether something works for you uh, in the final lap or not i think it really comes down even beyond the 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 technical uh, finesse and all of talents of the filmmaker which winterberg has in tons i love the guy for that i mean he has got such a nice distinctive style something which is so unhollywoody it's also one of the reasons i really adore european cinema it's one of the reasons uh, it's one of the big reasons why i am like a film critic and all of that because it, it just feels so fresh the sense of being unhinged with respect to i mean unhinged on the surface uh, uh, if i may add uh, anyway coming back to my uh, point about uh, what the filmmaker thinks and how that is so important i mean you know i have often felt that simplistic filmmakers or thinkers in fact uh, <clears throat> see the world as good or bad i think people like winterberg and all of that and you 
don't really necessarily need to go through uh, such a life altering tragedy as underberg has had but just in general and uh, is that these people see the world as good and bad so i mean so alcohol doesn't necessarily need to be okay it, it either <coughs> makes you this this great uh, whatever uh, chatterboxy sort of a person uh, or uh, or or of the other way which most films uh, take and it's also the easier route and i'm not sure if that's the more honest route wherein all right alcohol is equated to everything dark everything gloomy everything you know uh, devdasi so to speak and 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 stuff like that uh, i like the fact that you know i mean uh you have something that can both i mean uh make you sane and insane something that that can both comfort you and destroy you and things like that so it's, it's never really very easy and it's never really a film about alcohol as much as what alcohol or 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 a coping mechanism or 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 this uh, this crushing sense of uh, <coughs> uh loneliness or, or 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 this sense of uh not or uh, the sense of not having a support system and all of that can do to you so so in that sense i mean you know you can i would even go as far as to say that you can perhaps replace alcohol with a fifth character in a film mm. uh which has some sort of uh, a similar sort of an effect on these characters that the that alcohol has or you can replace the 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 alcohol with with something else with some sort of an institutional uh i don't know setup or or whatever it is right i mean so i i thought that uh the the climax of the film really uh really just stayed with the characters and stayed with the film's uh central thesis to sort of uh to uh, to come to a point as to what it really was about i think it also is very true to the spirit of uh uh not being an alcoholic but at least finding uh, solace and comfort from something that can as quickly uh uh, uh comfort you but but can very quickly destroy you as well in that sense and, and then what do you do with it and how do you uh how do you uh, uh, go about in living your life and i think it's not just alcohol it, it, uh, this kind of metaphor wherein you know something that is very close to you but something that can also have far reaching effects can be applied to so many things and uh, and yeah and i think coming back to uh, the the tragic event in his life i think <clears throat> it's it's very interesting cuz i was reading somewhere that before uh, before ida died winterberg had a different sort of of uh, a film in mind and i think he also had a different sort of a, a story uh, on his hand i i think it'll be great obviously it's not possible to see <coughs> the another round movie that winterberg was making before his daughter's death and the film that we have now obviously i mean uh, it's we don't have that version and we won't have that version but uh, uh, but i somehow get the feeling that uh, that you know um, that would have been a lesser film i mean that's just my feeling uh, it wouldn't have been a bad film like it wouldn't have been as sublime as an, another round is and, and that's because and it's really sad but i think tragedy kind of the, the, the like this monumental tragedy i think you know 
helped the film in a way in the sense that it gave this film a sense of balance and we all know that winterberg can really go all out like you know i mean this guy made hunt <laughs> anyway yeah. so i mean this guy he's made celebration whatever like this so i mean uh, winterberg can really go all out and in in uh, in the earlier version of another round i got the uh, i had the feeling that uh, uh, he would have really gone out uh 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 for this without tempering the film as much as it is in the current version with this sense of you know this gentle feeling the sense of this quiet sense of loss that pervades uh throughout the film and mm-hmm. and 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 all of this uh, all of these things you know this 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 whole yin and yang thing that's happening that the the moments of uh, coarseness the moments of like you know tough as nail uh, uh, moments uh, sit almost side by side with moments that are beautifully tender and uh, so i think uh, yeah i mean obviously uh, i don't know if, if there's a interview of winterberg uh, out there where he speaks about it. i don't know i would like to look it up uh, uh, so i can't comment on that but <laughs> i think the sense of balance really elevates another round from a good decent film which it would have been is my guess uh, yeah. to something that's that's almost great yeah. uh, or even if not or even if not that it's very good in my estimation at least yeah that for sure like uh, you're right about that and and you know that whole duality of alcohol that you talked about that it could stand in for anything you know love can also build you and break you at the same time yeah. family can friends can do that anything close to you can do that and the fact that alcohol is that person that and thing here in this film is really nice and i like the fact that they were remained honest to the environment in the sense that they made them slightly more working class of the four uh, more vulnerable to alcohol right like oh. the tom sort of giving in uh, the being the physical ed teacher being having a past of sorts being divorced being a proper loneliness tragedy that films go crazy about most of the time and that these are on the periphery of these frames uh, because the other three are obviously you know uh, teaching uh, in the sense they are teaching things that are more artistic and more mental or psychological in a way so they they probably have more uh, in them to control their urges or they control their way they look at this experiment or to sort of intellectualize this experiment but for tommy it sort of becomes a proper escape that he never comes back from mostly because of uh, you know likely because of his background because of where he comes from and because he's you know because he, he's sort of the uh, in a way the odd one out of these four uh, without and they don't really they are never condescending or patronizing about it yeah. because tommy is one of gang for most time and he's <clears throat> on the periphery he is the, the corner of our for most of the scenes because our our uh, uh, you know gaze is on martin most of the time but the fact that tommy is the one who slips away is really perceptive and it, it's really you know it, it's really as you said you know the, the film stays honest to you know where it comes from and what it's trying to do and it's really not sugar coating the reality in pursuit of say narrative closure or in pursuit of narrative subversion yeah. because Uh, any other film might have been like okay the smartest out of them will be the one who falls prey to alcohol because you know maybe his mind works overtime or something and they might have found an excuse to do that but here the film is brutally honest about the fact that tommy is the guy and i you know i found that really moving in a way because it it, it is true and yeah. it is Uh, yeah. it is just as true as it is about say uh, a, a person who's from harvard or from stanford or or you know a sort of uh, um, you know 
will or uh, you know microsoft guy falling prey to and we we've, yeah. we've heard both versions of it and i like the fact that uh, the film never really uh, sort of uh, te- says one thing in the guise of the other i mean obviously coming you know back to the central theme of the film and you know let's end it on a slightly more uh, intimate note in a way also like what obviously we you know we like our alcohol we like our drinks and we, that's how we eat most of the time and all of us more, more often than not most of us are writers of course i have my own journey with alcohol i obviously you can drink me under the table any day but i started obviously with <laughs> that's not late. something i'm proud of yeah you, you, sorry, you, yeah another round might have just sort of put you <laughs> as in a, a character in that but uh, yeah obviously i started drinking a bit late in in the sense after college most people start during college mm. because college obviously it's a coping mechanism and all and it's funny because i started drinking after and i you know obviously took a liking to it more than anything and for me it is a social lubricant there are no two ways about it i find it very difficult to interact with people being an introvert in general and you know the writing life does not help things because you don't meet people most of the time so you know what does alcohol mean to you <laughs> wow that's a loaded question yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> i mean so uh so my trajectory my drinking trajectory and all of that uh, it's uh, it's not very different from yours so i didn't start drinking after college but uh, <coughs> i uh, started drinking quite late uh, so i mean uh, i started drinking in my third year and uh, which was uh, which was really uh, i mean everybody around me was uh, was uh, very much into uh, alcohol and things like that and whatever and uh, it's uh, it's you know i mean i did not drink uh, in my first two years of college and that was a very very conscious choice and it was a moral choice it's a, without really going into the details of like whatever because that's and i don't have a problem that that's personal it's, it's just it's way too much of a long story and yeah. it goes beyond the scope of this podcast so i mean so I, so cutting uh, that short i would just say that i mean uh, drinking alcohol not drinking alcohol was was a uh, was a very conscious and a moral choice on my part and all of that and i, I didn't want to and and i'll be very honest i used to judge people uh, wow who who used to drink and all of that or not drink but like who drink so much that you know whatever now uh, so when i started drinking and uh, it was uh, i was in the us and all of that then i mean things were much better say financially and all of that uh, drinks uh, like uh, good single malt and all of that are not so expensive so i, I very much started uh, in that sort of a very rich man's vein of drinking you know uh, but then it's my my working class side came out when i came to india uh, in 2013 anyway i mean and and that really uh, uh, became something else and something that on many occasions i'm not proud of and something that really leaves me with a lot of guilt and a lot of uh, a lot of these feelings because uh, then alcohol became a coping mechanism uh, because i became severely depressed before even uh, seeing a therapist and before even knowing what depressed uh, means and it was just uh, um, alcohol day in day out and uh, it 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 becomes further compounded by the fact that you know you are a writer and all of that a male writer and and all of that uh so and it's only over the last i would say 2 to two and a half years i have started to get my bearings back but not as much there are times when when mm. i drink and i drink and i drink and i drink and i i can go off the rails that going off the rails you know being tommy 
in the in the lexicon of another round hmm. is something that i would uh, very readily admit that it worries me and so what alcohol means to me uh, is i don't know what alcohol means to me is is balance is is uh, it, it, i think it's this sense of uh, i think the, the the correct answer the more accurate answer is not what alcohol means to me but what it doesn't mean to me or what it should not mean to me i think that's how i can uh, answer this question uh, yeah. with some shred of honesty and all of that i mean uh, yeah. so what it doesn't mean to me is to not lose myself not to lose my sanity not not going off the rails not using my uh, being depressed or me being like uh, spiraling out of control as an excuse or as whatever to hurt somebody else and all of that i don't want to sound like a hamfisted moralist about it but i mean you know when you are so drunk when you you don't mm-hmm. have a handle on your life i mean uh, it it's not just about uh, hurting yourself it also becomes something else it also becomes about hurting somebody else and things like that and it's, it's, it's this the sense of being lost is something mm-hmm. that i that i don't want i mean there are times where i really let myself go uh, but i only do that when i have trusted people around where i'm just feeling very much in control uh, i won't lie that i haven't uh, drank uh, i mean last year it was just fucking awful i was i had gone off the rails for a month one and a half during the lockdown period and all that but i was just incessantly drinking just by m- myself and all of that and brought me back to the the to the bombay days where i mean you know apart from meeting you there were times where i would drink by myself and and those drinking sessions uh, were not nice those solitary Uh, whatever binges were were a, a a form of a self abuse that i won't wish on my worst enemy uh, mm-hmm. you know so so it, it it it's a lot of things i mean uh, it's I, i'm just trying to give as sanitized an uh, an answer as possible without just going hashtag tmi all over uh, this uh, but yeah, i mean i i can only say that it's 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 a, it's a very loaded and a very personal question and i don't think i answered you properly i, I don't think there is an answer i mean it's yeah, uh, i don't yeah. think what alcohol is as opposed to what it is not and now you have to answer this because why yeah. the fuck should i suffer yeah. alone <laughs> thank you for being very honest about that and no you're right what it isn't is obviously matters a lot more to us at this stage of our life at least uh, than what it is during yeah. a fucking pandemic and especially the last year year and <coughs> And, you know, people who know me knows that you know I like to get my alcohol back from where I travel, and I you know I, I really rate duty free for all the fancy alcohol that we can't have being very middle class yeah. in our cities itself because uh, Bombay al- alcohol is very expensive for people who don't know, and it's it's just not worth buying the expensive alcohol. So I get back a lot of alcohol, and been been I've been drinking into the stocks in the last year year and a half. But obviously, see, I I, I mean. personally i i've always been see i come from a family of alcoholism in a way my dad uh, had an alcoholism problem my mom mm. even though it's not labeled as such she does have a drinking problem and uh, and the you know extended side of her family also has had uh, issues with alcohol so i've always grown up in an environment where i see alcohol turn dark very fast so so for mm. me uh, starting late drinking starting to drink late in life was obviously a reaction into that right it was after college and i was always the guy uh, like martin at the beginning of that scene in that group saying no no i'm not going to have anything and i used to mentally judge the people who used to drink uh, not being yeah. from gujarat or not being from a prohibition state i was in bombay after that during my drinking years and i still didn't drink for a couple of years and and i 
always used to judge people in my head but then i realized that <coughs> everything i was doing was obviously a reaction to my own childhood my own past my own uh, derivative sort of second degree relationship with alcohol because i personally had never had a, a, a direct relationship with alcohol and once i started having it i started liking the feeling of having off having to control myself and succeeding in controlling myself from say getting drunk or going off the rails or going off the handle like i'd seen people do previously in my life or like i'd seen some of my friends do later in my life it, you know i i always like the feeling of being in control that for me is a kind of feeling i aspire towards even if it's a random wednesday or tuesday in the middle of the week and i'm drinking with someone i'm always the one who will try to make sure that i'm slightly more sober not only because i hate the feeling of say puking or sort of be waking up uh, hungover the next day but also because i, I feel a response moral not i feel like a physical responsibility towards the people i'm drinking with and and i'm the annoying guy who makes sure that everyone gets their uber and reaches home on time or, or at least checks up on them at least i was that person before the pandemic i can't really say what i'm going to be after because i think all of us are in the same boat right now but uh, but yeah that that sense of restraint that i practice with drinking most of the time even if you must have noticed when i was drinking with you i'd always stop after say a pitcher of yeah. beer but you would go a few pints after that because it's not because i i i stopped because my my body was telling me to quit or anything it was just the, the aftermath that was haunting me because i've been through it enough my first time i ever got drunk i i probably broke my bathroom and my parents laughed at me the next day saying this is your sort of <laughs> uh this is literally you pop, yeah popping your cherry and entering the family heirloom sort of uh-huh. thing uh, uh and they saw the token uh, and they saw yeah so they made a lot of nice dark jokes and and i thought it was like okay shit this is how my body reacts to alcohol so i know now what to do and what not to do and i guess you know i've sort of kept it up for all these years and i can't speak for the future but alcohol for me is a sense of control and I, it is for mm. me uh, as close at as possible to some a character like martin which is why the film resonates with me so much it's not just the social lubricant part but it is also the part where i know where i want to know where to stop drinking uh, obviously sometimes i fail when i get very happy after meeting people after a long time like if i say i come to delhi and meet you obviously i'm not going to i'm, I'm not going to uh, stop drinking after two drinks and there are times and it's no coincidence that after meeting you after a long time or say oday after long, <laughs> i'm i'm maximum amount of times i go home and puke is after that because it's a it's always a reunion it's yeah. always a reunion with you guys not just a just a another <laughs> meeting so I get a little excited and go overboard but i know the essence of me always wants to be in control so that's what personally alcohol has always meant to me it it, it relaxes me and i i, I it, and it always gives me a sense of uh having achieved something once i wake up the next morning and realize oh okay i had only two or three drinks yesterday and i went to sleep uh, not drunk which is a good thing which yeah. is which is a sense of accomplishment even though the day went to waste even though i may not have worked uh, i just wake up feeling a little better saying that i am not like uh, my genes uh, are supposed to make me be and that for me is sort of a personal battle which i've so far overcome i i won't speak too soon i'm only 35 so uh, you know yeah. and my dad said it started after 35 so that's not very promising <laughs> but uh, yeah that's what personally alcohol has meant to me control basically yeah i am uh, my basic worry is to not be uh, 
I mean, I have this <clears throat> very ready propensity to be like Mickelson in the last <laughs> two minutes no. of the film, and that's the that's the good version. After that, who knows what happens and all of that. So that is something that, uh, yeah, I mean, I usually try to not. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's once in a while, it's fine, but I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean that that I mean I'm I'm glad we uh, actually got an excuse to talk about alcohol. The film has became a medium, in the end. <laughs> and even though it's a fucking Oscar-winning film, but uh, you know I, I I think it brought out the the, the best in us. At least uh, speaking about things that we are very resonant with, and uh, yeah, and I'm glad we could speak about the film. Is there anything else you would like to add? I think you know I I pretty much said what I have to. Yeah, same. I think I think I'm 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 pretty uh, much done myself with respect to what I had in mind. I mean, uh, sure we can go on and on one thing or the other, but I think majorly, broadly, I think uh, uh, yeah. that's it for me. Yeah. So now I guess is a good time to maybe stop the podcast and pour ourselves one for today because the weekend is approaching, <laughs> even though it's only three days away. But yeah, uh, this has made uh, me thirsty for sure. Obviously. don't uh, and it is the pandemic we don't need an excuse and uh, yeah stay safe uh, drinking wise and virus wise and we'll be back soon uh, talking about a new film or a series and till then cheers and um, thanks for listening cheers indeed <laughs>